Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast, and this is episode 109 for the week of October 6th, 2019. Everyone had a great first week of October. It is now the first official weekend of Halloween, where, I mean, for me, Halloween started pretty much back in uh, August when the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween parties were going on. I've just been so excited for Halloween since then, but today's the, uh, this, this weekend is the first official weekend. Um, I had a lot of fun. I, I ended up going to like an Oktoberfest this past weekend. So I'm really kicking off the October festivities right. My house is all decorated. Uh, so yeah, I just love the Halloween season. And I'm just glad it started. So hopefully you guys have uh, your decorations up. You're picking out your Halloween costumes for this year. Uh, my wife and I, we uh, we are having a Disney-themed costume this year. It's nothing. We're not doing anything crazy because we wanted to make sure that for when we did, we, we're going to have like a small Halloween party here. We wanted to make sure that for the Halloween party it was comfortable. But also when we go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, we had comfortable clothes to be in we didn't want to get in anything too crazy because we wanted to make sure we could use the same costume so uh, I, I won't say what we are right now but uh, I mean again there's uh, Disney characters uh, and yeah you'll you'll see it soon enough so all right so it is just me today Katie will not be with us um, so uh, this is some kind of late breaking news. This happened. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, it, it happened last night. And as you could see by the title, if you weren't aware already, but there was already an accident on the Disney Skyliner down at Walt Disney World. So uh, I was about to go to bed or actually, no, I wasn't going to bed yet, but I was, uh, it was very late. I think it was like 11. I was playing video games and then I saw that wow, there was an accident at the Skyliner. People were kind of trapped on this thing for a while. So Here's kind of the lowdown. I've been kind of looking through just people's experiences on like Twitter, on Instagram, uh, just seeing what's been going on with it. So what exactly happened was uh, we don't know the specifics just yet. It's just too early. Disney hasn't released any statements on it. But from what we know, there was a pileup of the gondolas over at the Riviera Resort Station last night. Uh, and it seemed like this happened. I, I haven't seen a specific time. But it looks like it happened between uh, 8 and 8.30. Um, so there was a pileup and then people started posting on social media that uh, the, the 
they were just getting stuck up there uh, and that they they don't know what's happening and that, yeah, there were evacuations that were going on. So there are people posting the evacuations or po photos of the evacuations and that was happening for probably a few hours. From what I've seen, there's been no reports of injuries at all, but there were photos of like people actually going uh, to the hospital or they were on stretchers, like the, the fire department and the ambulances were there. Um, so yeah, people did have to go, but from what I've been seeing, it's it's been due to like motion sickness because up there, you could be swinging a bit. Um, like that was that was like I don't I can't ride Ferris wheels. Uh, I just because I'm afraid of the the swinging. That's what kind of gets to me. Like I have bad motion sickness, so that's what I fear of the Skyliner. I mean, I was I was still gonna ride the Skyliner. Um, even I mean, probably even after this, I'll still ride it. I'll get to that soon. Um, but yeah, so there was there was reports of motion sickness, and then it seems like there might have been some like heat exhaustion because you're just. I mean, luckily this was at night when it's a bit cooler, um, but it's, I don't think you, there is over any overheating in there. I haven't heard of people just getting like super hot within the gondolas. I think it's just maybe people's uh, anxieties or, or, or stress or being claustrophobic, just stuck in this box. Cause I mean, that's very stressful to, to kind of go through that. So yeah, cause people were up there for a few hours. Um, uh, I kind of want to read, uh, the, so I was looking uh, on Reddit, I saw someone even posted an, one of their experiences up on Reddit. He was he was actually doing kind of like a an up-to-date thing, so it was kind of like a live thread as the thing was happening, uh, or as it, the experience was happening. So uh, the Reddit user is called It's Gonna Be May, uh, May spelled M-E-I, uh, as in like if you play Overwatch, uh, that's one of the characters in Overwatch. Um, so he was saying that uh, he he acts in the uh, main thing at the top. What am I trying to say? The information box. He was like updating it, um, or his his story. He was kind of updating it as it went along. But he was saying that the total time his experience happened was for about three hours. It started. It sounds like he got stuck at 8:05 p.m. and then he finally got evacuated at 11:10 p.m. So just over three hours. Um, he was also saying in the thread that there wasn't a lot of communication at all. Like they don't, they didn't really know what was happening. Um, he said the worst part about it was the same repeating temporary delayed message. Uh, so that just kept going off. I don't know how often, but he just saying that was you know, the worst part. They would just hear the same message over and over. Um, so if you didn't know, there's also an emergency like briefcase on the inside of the, uh, the, the gondola. Um, and inside of the, the briefcase, uh, the emergency kit uh, includes uh, lots of packs of drinking water. Uh, there's a glow stick. Uh, there's also a notebook in it. I'm curious of why there's a notebook uh, in it, but there is one. Uh, and then there's also waste disposable bags. Uh, so if you have to use the, the restroom while you're up there, you, you can. So, um, But he, he had said that the, uh, the emergency water from the briefcase was actually pretty good. I don't know if that matters, but yeah, so there's a lot of different packs in there. Um, he was saying he pretty much made friends with everyone in the Skyliner because, I mean, you're, you're trapped in a box for a long time, and I assume that's what you would have to do. I, that would be kind of scary if you were alone, but yeah, so... Uh, and then, uh, kind of after the whole ordeal happened, they um, were given, I guess, I, I wasn't clear on this, but it sounds like he gave their information to cast members, and he actually had to go out and seek cast members for this, but uh, they, they, uh, we've, I've been seeing multiple reports of 
that they were given a $100 gift card in compensation, compensation, as well as a free park ticket. Um, I don't even know if I would want, like if you're on vacation at Walt Disney World, it, I mean, I don't, you, I don't know if you can extend your stay a bit more if you're with a free park ticket, or I guess you can, you, I mean, of course you can use it in the future. Um, but yeah, so that's what they were giving out for the compensation. I mean, I can't imagine how the people that had to go to the hospital, what they're thinking after this. So this is this is just the first report of probably many of the the ongoing on a gondola um, accident. Um, uh, so right now, what we saw this morning. Uh, so this happened Saturday night, uh, October 5th. The, uh, I'm recording this Saturday or Sunday morning on the 6th. So as of right now, there are signs being posted uh, to the guests telling them that they should be using the bus service. There is also Disney security posting up around the stations while the investigations are going on. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to see what happened. Uh, there, I mean, gondolas in the past have piled up uh but like last year there was a 10 passenger gondola pile up like the well each gondola system uh, could hold 10 passengers but there are a lot of them up in austria um that had piled up uh and that system was only open for a year but that was also caused by high winds um and luckily there was no one on on those there was they were actually just they just started running the system for the day at that time there was no one on the pass on the on the gondolas but so, I mean, but this system has been open six days. I mean, since the accident, it was only open for six days and a pileup already happened. I mean, that's that's kind of scary. I mean, I don't know if anyone was in those systems. I, again, we don't know a lot of the details of what happened just yet. It doesn't sound like anyone was in the, 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 the gondolas that piled up. I'm not sure what was going on. Um, uh, I, if no one was in them, I assume maybe they were. I, I don't know. I can't make it. I can't make any assumptions right now, and I probably shouldn't. So I'll wait to get a full report. Hopefully, Disney releases a statement at some point. Um, but now this comes into the question: Is like, are you gonna want to ride the gondola system? Because I mean, me, uh, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about this just yet. I don't know if I, I want to still or not. I mean, I. Didn't have much of a fear before going in besides like the motion sickness part, but I mean, we all knew that this was a thing that could happen. I mean, Disney has been preparing for this over the summer uh, in their testing in testing phases. They had to go through evacuation procedures. I mean, yes, three, like three hours, a couple hours does seem like a long time. But think about that, how they have to go rescue every single cart, uh, every single gondola that is up in the air. So they only have so many ladders, so they have to go in one by one and, and, and rescue these people. And that takes a little bit of time. So, I mean, to me, two to three hours, that seems like a pretty good time. Yes, it's very scary to be up in that time. But, I mean, I think this is just probably the standard evacuation procedure. And this is also the first time that... This is a real world experience that they had to do this. They, you can only, you can do testing phases, but you don't really know how it will actually work until uh, a real world situation happens. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, this is a sad thing to see within the first six days of the Skyliner opening. I'm really curious of what's going to happen in the past and. I'm interested to, to know if, if you guys are going to still want to ride this. I mean, I've been seeing, 
Uh, well, so going back to the the Reddit post, the the guy at the very last thing, his so he rated his his ride on the gondola. So he rated it a five out of ten, but he would still ride it again. So it's it's very interesting to see uh, who's gonna want to ride this, who's not. It sounds like some of the people in my party may or may not want to ride this uh, in when we go on our trip in a few weeks. Um, yeah, it's too early to tell. This is too fresh. I think I'll talk about this on next week's show to to kind of uh, after I kind of decompress a bit, get more thoughts, read about what happened. Uh, yeah, this is just my very fresh take. But as of right now, yeah, I still want to ride it. I think it's a cool experience. But yeah, this this doesn't make it any better. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there that have a fear of of doing this and. If you already had a fear of getting stuck on it, and I think this kind of just will be like, nope. I, th- I think you're just probably saying to yourself, nope, definitely not do this anymore. But me, I don't like to live in, in fear. I like to say like, okay, this is a rare occurrence. It probably won't happen to me and I'll be fine. Like I always, I'm very optimistic. Uh, I always think of the best scenarios possible. Um, but yeah, just because this happened in, within the first six days of this uh, this being open, yeah, it's a little rough, but anyway, so that is all the, the kind of major reports that have been going on in the, at least in the past le- less than 12 hours now. It's yeah, or actually just over 12 hours it's been going on. Um, so we'll be seeing things as, uh, as, as they come up in, in the next week or so. And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of talk, Katie should be on next week. So I'll talk to her about it and see what happens there. So yeah, that is it for the gondola accident. So uh, let's uh, let's move on into the news now. So if you're looking to book uh, your next Disney vacation uh, in the the winter of next year and early spring, well, they released some room discounts as well as a free dining plan for kids. So uh, the room discounts usually happen at this time. So it's good right now. What it, you could do is you could save up to 25% uh, for travel dates between January 1st and April 25th. Uh, and you have you could book through all the way up in, from now until January 1st. Uh, if you do that, you will also receive a $30 Disney gift card per person on the reservation uh, if you upgrade to a package by adding a six-day or longer theme park ticket. So... Yeah, that's just another incentive as well. Uh, all the offer details, I'm not going to go through them, but all the offer details can be found uh, at the Disney Parks website. And I'll make sure to link that in the show notes for you guys so you can easily get that. Uh, so yeah, so that room discount is happening, but the, there is also a free dining for kids that are ages between three and nine. So you can get a free dining kids plan uh, if you buy a non-discounted three-night, three-day package for you and and the kids that are included um, at a room at a Disney value resort. Uh, And then you also have to get theme park tickets as well as the dining plan. Uh, And that is for arrival dates between most nights between January 1st to March 7th, uh, 2020, uh, when you book through, uh, when you book all the way through January 1st. So, uh, the all three dining plans are eligible for this offer, but everyone in your reservation must be on the same package. Uh, so if if you purchase the like the Disney Quick Service plan, then your kids will also be receiving the Quick Service plan as well. Um, 
Uh, and then with the offer, that also includes like a, they're doing like a frozen welcome pack. So that includes a voucher for one stroller rental for the length of your stay, as well as one in-park uh, 5x7 photo print per room, as well as one merchandise bag, including a plush book and two treats. So you get a little bit extra with that dining plan. Um, so yeah, so that are that is the, the discounts that are coming up for this upcoming winter. So take advantage of, of it now because those room discounts definitely won't last uh, forever. Uh, well, not, I mean, yeah, not, definitely not forever. Um, but you definitely want to do this as soon as you can because, yeah, those, those room dates could book up super fast. So yeah, make sure you get your room discounts today. All right, so this next piece of news I am just really excited for. Uh, so we found out this past week the Enchanted Rose, which is the Beauty and the Beast-inspired lounge coming to the Grand Floridian, is now open. So I shouldn't say it's coming. It's already open. It is now open. Uh, so there was news that broke that they released the full menu uh, for the restaurant, but we found out that later that day it opened. So you're able to go in, and it looks awesome. I saw some of the photos. It looks good. It looks like there's a lot of different spaces to, to go and hang out in. There's like even a porch area, like a gorgeous porch area. Uh, there's all these different rooms. Uh, there's the bar area, but then like there's uh, a lounge where there's a bit more space. Uh, yeah, there's, it looks really awesome. And I, we're definitely gonna be checking it out on our upcoming trip. Uh, because we we plan on doing our monorail crawl and of course if I've mentioned this on the show before and I'll put more information on social media but uh, no, Wednesday November 6th in the uh, early evening uh, we're gonna be doing a monorail crawl probably start around like four or five I still have to uh, decide what time but uh, if anyone's in the Florida area if you want to come Wednesday November 6th we're gonna be doing a monorail crawl starting from the contemporary going to the Polynesian, then hitting up uh, the Enchanted Rose. And depending how much time, maybe we'll go over to Geyser Point at the, um, where is it? Wilderness Lodge over at the Wilderness Lodge. Uh, and then we're actually planning on going to extra magic hours at uh, Magic Kingdom. Because, uh, yeah, there's magic hours from 9 to 11 that night. But anyway, so yeah, this is going to be one of the stops on our monorail crawl, which we're very excited for. Uh, so there are a lot of different cocktails and beers and wines and then small plates. Uh, and then some of these small plates can range anywhere from $14 to $95. The only one that's that's $95 is if you're interested in ordering caviar. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely not going to be doing that. But yeah, you can get caviar for $95. Uh, but then they have a, a, a pretty extensive list of featured cocktails. There's grand cocktails and then martinis. And all these cocktails range between $14 to $27, um, which is kind of average, I think, for cocktails at a, uh, a uh, what's what I'm looking for? A grand, deluxe, sorry, deluxe hotel. The, the word was slipping my mind. Uh, that's kind of normal for deluxe hotels. So. Yeah, I'm hoping these have some like cool flair to them. There were some photos posted online, but I didn't really see too many of them. But yeah, hopefully they look pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they also have a, a pretty big uh, list of beers, ciders, and wines. So yeah, this thing looks open. So yeah, the Enchanted Rose is now open over at the Grand Floridian. So again, come check out our monorail crawl on when, uh, Wednesday, November 6th, if you are interested. And if you are interested... Shoot me an email on uh, on either social media or on my email at matt at uh, Yeah, you can do that. 
Uh, the next thing we're just going to talk quickly about is the Epcot Forever Nighttime Spectacular, which did debut this last week. And from what I hear, people are just loving this thing. I mean, this thing is supposed to be gorgeous. I've been spoiler free from it. I don't know what it looks like, uh, but they, they are using some new technology. Like I know they have like flying kites, but, um, this thing is just, yeah, supposed to be gorgeous. Uh, and yeah, people are just, people are loving it. And they also opened up the Xbox, uh, the Xbox, the X, uh, Epcot experience, which is open at the Odyssey Events Pavilion, which is located between Test Track and the Mexico Pavilion. And that is showcasing just a new in-depth look at the uh, transformation that's going to be going throughout the park. So it actually looks uh, pretty cool, uh, which is uh, having some new cutting-edge technology and fun for everyone. Uh, so when you're inside, it's like a 360-degree room, floor-to-ceiling screen showing a continuous... 12-minute film with uh, vignettes about the new experiences coming to the park. So I'm actually really excited to check this out. Uh, I have saw some photos again of it online, but I, again, I've been trying to be spoiler-free of this. But yeah, the Epcot experience uh, did debut, so you could check that out at the Odyssey Pavilion. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for Epcot forever. I think the hardcore Disney fans will be liking this one. Uh, it's cool that it doesn't have a lot of IP in it. I think, I think there's like maybe a couple things in there, some like a Disney IP, but otherwise it's just showcasing the music from the past. Um, and then the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, they actually had their birthdays this past week. Uh, they, let's see, Magic Kingdom turned 48 and Epcot turned 37. So yeah, they both celebrated their birthdays on October 1st. So that is another exciting thing as well, but so yeah, so Epcot Forever and the Epcot Experience is now open in Epcot. So yeah, make sure you check that out. So the next piece of news actually came out a couple weeks ago, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it. But there is a Mickey Shorts Theater coming to Disney's Hollywood Studio. And that is going to be just kind of celebrating uh, Mickey Mouse. So uh, there, there, there wasn't a lot to go on about. There wasn't a lot of news about this, but yeah, Disney just said that um, I guess some of the old Mickey shorts are going to be maybe the old and new. I'm not sure. They're going to be playing in this brand uh, new, or not brand new theater, but I, I assume it's going to be taking place of where like Path of the Jedi was and, and all that. So um, they said it's going to be in the park's theater district, but I didn't even know that the park had a theater district. Yeah, so that was a little confusing, but it is going to be a, a brand new Mickey shorts theater that is coming uh, probably, I assume, next year when Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens up. But yeah. So that is coming next year. Uh, and then staying at Hollywood Studios, uh, they announced that the uh, dessert party for Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is coming back. Uh, and that will be occurring every single night from November 8th through January 5th of 2020. So you can uh, watch the fireworks. It is going to be another festive show. I actually really want to see Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. I don't I, I won't be able to see it this year. Um, maybe sometime in the future, but yeah, I won't, but yeah. So anyways, there'll be, um, a lot of like holiday cookies and you'll get hot chocolate. There'll be a, like a gingerbread martini that you can get. And one of the fun things this year is that Chippendale will be available for character greetings at this holiday party. I'm not sure if that was a thing last year. Uh, I, I, I definitely don't remember. I don't think it was, but yeah, so Chippendale will be there for the dessert party. 
And then during the event, you'll also be able to see the wonderful world of animation, which is another projection show that takes you through like the animation, 90 years of animation for Disney and Pixar. Uh, so the event is will be starting an hour and a half before each night's showtime, so you'll be able to enjoy that. Uh, so a lot more details can be found over at DisneyWorld.com. But for the prices, uh, so from the dates between November 8th through December 21st, uh, it is $89 per adult and $53 for children, 3 to 9. And then from December 22nd through January 1st, it is $99 per adult and $59 per children. Uh, and then the price lowers back down to $89 and $53 between January 2nd and, uh, sorry, January 5th. So tickets are on sale for this today and you're able to make those reservations. So yeah, be sure to check out the dessert party if that's uh, something you are interested in. And probably definitely you want to do this if uh, you're there for the holidays, uh, like Christmas week, because probably seeing the show will get very crowded and you'll probably want to do this uh, if you if you have the extra funds in your bank account for this, because yeah, it's a little bit pricey. I've talked about this in the past. I would never do a dessert party. I just would rather spend my money on other things. Uh, I, I spend plenty of money at Disney. This is, yeah, dessert parties are just not one thing that I would want to do. But I know people love dessert parties because they just want to get away from, like, the crowds and, and stuff like that. And I, I I can handle the crowds pretty well when watching fireworks, so I don't really mind it. But, yeah, so this is a good option if you want to do that during the holidays. All right, so for the, the last couple news stories, uh, so there have been a, something I don't like talking about, but there were price increases for food. Uh, over this past week again the the fiscal year is coming to an end where they are just increasing prices a little bit more and uh yeah it's just becoming a normal thing unfortunately but yeah so like a mitzi mickey pretzel went up 20 cents uh from like 6.59 to 6.79 a churro went up from 5.89 to 6.19 uh, so yeah, the prices are just going up. The refillable mugs, they were previously $18.99, but now the mugs cost $19.99. But this is just a common thing that is happening throughout the park now. You'll see the prices just increasing. Uh, and that's just, yeah, that's just uh, unfortunately just a normal thing. We don't want to see it happen, but we do. So yeah, I've we've seen that like some other alcoholic beverages have gone up as well. So just keep that in mind uh, on your next easy vacation. But I mean... 20 cents is a little bit here and there, but hey, it uh, it adds up when it, it's over time. So, so yeah, food prices are increasing. Um, all right, so for the last news story today, we're going to be talking about the void. Now, the this is uh, happening over at the Downtown Disease District in Anaheim. I really wish this was coming to Walt Disney World, but uh, the Avengers Damage Control is a brand new virtuality fan experience coming from the ILM X Lab. Uh, and if you don't know about the Void, it is a VR simulator that is located throughout different areas around the world. There's a location at the Downtown Disney District in Disneyland, as well as uh, the uh, Disney Springs in Walt Disney World. But this is only going to the Disneyland location starting October 18th for a limited time. So. The Avengers Damage Control, it'll help, it'll, it'll let you suit up and step into action and become part of the story, fighting alongside Earth's mightiest heroes. So, uh, similar to like the Star Wars one and the Wreck-It Ralph one that is already available at, um, at Walt Disney World and Anaheim, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's 
it's not like you're just getting strapped into like a VR helmet and you're just kind of standing in one place. You're actually moving around the area. You have like a, like a, a, a weapon uh, and then like helmet and like chest pads on and like you're moving around a space and interacting with the environment. Um, so it's pretty cool. I, I we were I was talking to a buddy this weekend who I'm I'm going with to to Disney and I was telling him about this and he he's kind of all in for the Star Wars one. So we might do that like our first day. If we go to the downtown, if we go to Disney Springs, we might do this because like tickets for this are $40, which is to me, that's pretty reasonable. I think this seems like a really fun idea. So we might do the Star Wars one uh, when we go. But so that is the void. Uh, and that is uh, the Avengers Damage Control, which is again starting up October 18th at the downtown Disney District. So, uh, but yeah, so guys, that is it for the news today. Um, unfortunately, I wish there was better news at the top of the hour with the uh, the accident over with the Skyliner. Uh, and as new things come in, we'll, we'll we'll talk about more of that next week. Um, so yeah, very excited. Uh, for the other things that are happening at the Disney parks. Um, I'm, 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 I'm just so excited to go in a few weeks. I can't wait to check out the Enchanted Rose. Um, I was waiting to see if that thing would open by the time that we had to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so thankful it is because that'll be a really fun monorail crawl. And again, please re reach out to me if you're interested in doing the monorail crawl with me and my party. I know there's already a few listeners that are going to be joining us on, on the crawl. So this will just be um, just some spots that we're going to uh, to just grab like one drink along the way and then ending it over at the Magic Kingdom. So, but all right, well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. And make sure you're checking us out at excesspresspodcast.com. You can check out all the episodes. Make sure you visit our shop. Uh, and you can check out some t-shirts that we have up there. All the money that is earned goes directly back into the show. Uh, and make sure you're following me on social media at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, uh, and then again, uh, if you have any questions or concerns, if you want to join us on the monorail crawl, shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com, uh, and I'll make sure to get back to you. But all right, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs>